0: this is Reed. I'm married to Abby, and I know about physics.
1: Hi, this is Abby. I'm married to Reed, and I don't.
0: Welcome to Family Antimatters,
1: the science podcast from both ends of the spectrum.
0: So hi. (laughs) Hi, y'all. Welcome to Family Antimatters. We're back. Oh my God. It's been months.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is the last episode. We're going to apologize for this. Oh, because if we keep apologizing,
0: don't apologize. Don't apologize for anything.
1: Yeah. If, if never uh, apologize, we're just going to talk over each other because we forget how to podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's new year. We got some cool things that we wanted to talk about and uh, we're back. Yeah. We're back. We're going to talk about some stuff. Let's do it. So what do you want to talk about today?
1: So this is a little bit out of our realm of what we usually talk about. I mean, we really like pop culture, and I think most of our listeners
0: and friends know this. We're going to talk about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There's a very good reason, though, because any time that there is a particle accelerator in some piece of, like, pop fiction movie, whatever, whatever, I'm obligated to talk about it. I'm not gonna rant about it like, oh, this is so unrealistic. This is XYZ, but I'm definitely obligated to address it.
1: Yeah, and also uh, having known Reed as long as I have, I've been at the mercy of the that was so unrealistic. Here's XYZ. So
0: I know you're talking about Fringe.
1: You're and ta- I'm, I'm also talking about Iron Man too. But we'll get into that later.
0: <laughs> Will we?
1: Yeah, All I right. feel like we. I feel like sure. we should talk about. That in comparison to
0: accelerators in yeah Marvel movies
1: yeah well I don't sure have have there been other particle accelerators in other movies
0: there was one in the Sam Raimi Spider Man two
1: okay also a Marvel movie
0: and it was garbage because it wasn't even a particle accelerator it was just like a sand whirler. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves. (laughs) So if you haven't seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, this will be super spoilery. But also, uh, you should definitely go see it because not only is it an awesome Spider-Man movie, but I think it is some of the best animation I've seen in uh, a feature film in probably 10 years. So um, spoiler alert from here on out, we're just going to talk freely about Spider-Man, but also go see it right now. Turn off this podcast if you haven't yet.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, both Abby and I are way into animation, watch a lot of animation, are f- very familiar with animation. My mind was freaking blown watching this movie. Like, just sensory overload.
1: Yeah. Also, we just said animation a lot in a row.
0: <laughs> animation. But what about
1: Japanimation?
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> All right. So, where do we want to start?
0: All right. Quick premise. The whole Spider-Verse thing is uh, precipitated by Kingpin running a large particle accelerator of whatever origin, who knows, in the Ultimate Universe. Like, not our Marvel Universe, but the, the Ultimate 212. I don't know. Whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> You're giving me a look. This is great. This is compelling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the particle accelerator shoots this beam of neon into another beam of neon. And it somehow rips a hole between four, universes. Like
1: four different universes.
0: Makes a bunch of stuff glitch out. And somehow dumps a bunch of spider people in here because, what was it, the Green Goblin smashes Spider-Man's head, like ultimate universe normal Peter Parker Spider-Man. Is that the cause? Yeah, smashes his head into the beam, and thus uh, like that DNA ripples throughout the other universes and pulls the the Spider-Man's men people here. Is that what happened? Yeah, because the Kingpin tried to do that with his weird family by, like, putting their hair samples in uh, afterwards.
1: Oh, is that... Uh, yes. Oh. I've seen it twice, and I totally forgot if that's what happened.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, the, the TLDR on that is there are multiple universes. There are multiple, like, spider people, and they're all, like, different folks. Like, some of them are Peter Parker. One of them is Gwen Stacy. One of them's a weird, like... 1920s black and white Peter Parker. One of them's Peter Porker.
1: And then there's anime. Japanimation Spider-Girl. Penny Parker. Penny Parker. Um, Well, I guess that was a long-winded way of saying that a particle accelerator somehow opens um, multiple dimensions in space and time and parallel universes happen and then they have to figure all that stuff
0: out. So not You know, brand new as far as sci-fi goes by any means, even with the particle accelerators being a, you know, a gateway, but theoretically, like actually dealing with the, the science and the, you know, relativity theory of it, it's not, well, none of this is possible in that we've created it, but it's feasible. What, really? Yeah. Okay. Wait. So <laughs> do you remember our <laughs> I love the look you're giving me right now. Do you remember our relativity podcast when we were talking about Einstein and stuff? And we were describing three dimensional like space-time as, you know, like, like yeah. a film, like, like a membrane. Yeah. And things with mass and gravity are like pushing down on that membrane mm-hmm. and create like little indentations. So a single membrane is, you know, a reality, a universe, a dimension.
1: Can I, Can so can I finish that thought? Yeah. So are you saying that we could push through the membranes into other membranes? Because if, if a membrane is a single reality and we can somehow push through that, we can access the other stuff?
0: Yeah. And the big question is how? Like, how are you going to poke through a membrane?
1: Um, a particle accelerator, obviously. Well, no, like... like- <laughs>
0: but continuing the like the geometry you know kind of hypothetical representation if i push down on you know a rubber sheet or whatever and it kind of squishes down how am i going to poke through it like how do i break through it
1: like breaking its cells
0: yeah i mean if just pushing with something blunt doesn't do it do it something sharp yeah You have to apply like a lot of force in a really really tiny spot which is kind of what a black hole is you know instead of just a indentation it forms a singularity and a discontinuity in geometry you know instead of a smooth curve like a it's a sharp spike that sharp spike is how you break through that's what you know fiction kind of assumes these particle accelerators can do is create a black hole and create you know a discontinuity in space-time and maybe why not because it makes good television that discontinuity in space-time allows us to get into other you know parallel universes mm-hmm. that sit you know like sheets of paper over and under ours.
1: So my question is, is, one of the things they never address in the Spider-Verse movie, kay. is what were they accelerating <laughs> to create <laughs> uh, the crazy, colorful, I would not even call it a black hole, I guess technically it was black hole, but like, the rip in space-time that was multicolored.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, their beam is just a bunch of neon, Yeah, and their black hole is just a big old splash of neon. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like, I don't even know what it was supposed to be other than just energy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also, like, the design of that accelerator made no sense. <laughs> or did
0: it? Honestly, it made more sense than most that I've seen mm-hmm. in, like, TVs and movies and stuff. Would, like, you,
1: would you describe it as a linear accelerator?
0: See, actually, you don't know. And I don't know, because the only thing you see is, like, the collision chamber. But that's actually uh, what it would be like. You know, you're not going to see the miles or fractions of a mile or whatever of pipe from the interaction chamber.
1: All right. So come with me on this journey. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's surmise that. So uh, I don't know when Kingpin lost his family. Um, So Peter Parker is said to be 26 in this in the beginning of the movie he dies when he's 26 yeah i don't know when this fight occurred let's say it was like four years ago right like his kid is young ish and yeah you know what i mean and like his wife vanessa um doesn't look very (laughs) she doesn't look very old either i mean she looks middle-aged um but let's say it's four years i'm just throwing that number out there so are you telling me that fucking kingpin (laughs) Went to Brooklyn, <laughs> built, <laughs> seemingly, seemingly he built a large, unless, even if it was, a, we can just like go the easiest, and built a large linear accelerator underneath Brooklyn somehow, <laughs> and no one noticed. <gasps> that's no, a, that's perfect.
0: You know why? That's a lot of excavation. Subway tunnels?
1: Subway tunnels? Because that's how, that's how Miles gets in there in the first place. Uh-huh. Um the MT is always under construction. Like Ooh. Like okay, it's 2019. Sandy happened in 2012.
0: <laughs> yeah. Say so that
1: it was like 4 years ago.
0: Oh, we're sorry. We're closing the L for <laughs> renovations. <laughs>
1: in my head governor cuomo got paid by kingpin so kingpin can build a linear accelerator what if
0: cuomo is the kingpin <laughs> so that's
1: what, that's what is that's what's like i guess i just talked myself out of it not being plausible because it's totally plausible yeah, no as, you just
0: convinced yourself as like
1: being a new yorker that totally just i was like of course kingpin did that yeah and
0: you yeah. know what Kingpin would totally sell New York to uh, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Follow the money, Cuomo. Kingpin.
1: <laughs> and also, like...
0: Tiny Kingpin.
1: I, I really like the visuals of this movie. Oh, me too. Um, it's just funny to me that the automatic... Like, I feel like when people say, like, particle accelerator in a tv show or a movie or something they don't know what that is yeah it sounds fake i agree (laughs) because when i didn't know what it was when i met you
0: oh yeah i told you what i worked at and you were like a what
1: (laughs) yeah like it sounds completely fake so (laughs) and i know there's a lot of things in movies and tv that are really really fake but i think even in this case, you can get away with it being even more ridiculous because no one knows what the hell a particle accelerator really is. Sure. Particle I mean, accelerator said something weird are like.
0: Accelerator.
1: Accelerator. accelerator.
0: <laughs> I mean, if I really wanted to get nitpicky, I could talk about like, oh, the beam size was way too big. You know, it's macroscopic. The beam size that we're t- dealing with is, you know, fractions of a millimeter, et cetera, et cetera.
1: I also have another question okay who puts the, the, the like stopping mechanism in the collision chamber
0: <laughs> who does that that's bad design no there's there's a lot more or is that great design no <laughs> i mean one so much radiation like everything with people inside there would just be a death trap yeah two the fact that there's air in there
1: yeah, where you want
0: no. your like collisions to occur all of the collisions would happen with the air molecules before the, you know, clockwise and counterclockwise beam even got to its, its you know, mm-hmm. point where the two beams are supposed to collide. Mm-hmm. Like particle acceleration is done in vacuum for a reason. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> But I said I wasn't gonna nitpick. No, I no, didn't no, want to no. nitpick. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm just I'm just trying to sound smart.
0: <laughs> no, it was a really good question. I yeah. like it.
1: Yeah, because it's funny to me that like this thing is happening, but somehow there's like a USB mechanism in the top of this.
0: <laughs> it's a goober. It's
1: a goober, <laughs> which is re- it's like one of the best goofs in the whole movie is the goober. Um, <laughs> but it's really funny to me. There's like a panel above the the beam of uh. To me, the beams look like Fruit Loops. What? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Fruit Loops are. No, what's the other thing um, that looks like fruit? Cereal that looks like fruit.
0: Tricks?
1: No. Is it Tricks? Kicks? No, it's Tricks. Is the one that has like a little banana and like a berry. It's
0: probably Tricks.
1: Yeah. It looks <laughs> like that. Like when it was shooting out, it was all like colorful and bubbly looking. With the beam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it looked like Tricks. So. You have this panel that has like a USB slot and that's like your stop as opposed to like
0: on the wall,
1: as opposed to in that control room underneath a panel, right? That's a big red button that seemingly, uh, your, the dad could have stopped. Yeah. Also, I know we're not getting nitpicky. Everyone would have so much cancer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> turns out radiation uh particles
1: (laughs) (laughs) so much cancer um but i have to say that like i think the depiction of science in that movie is really cool
0: yes like coming out of that watching it just being there in the moment like not mad at all no like in the, in the years that we've been together, I've definitely had to get over the whole, this is so unrealistic, because, you know, everything's going to be unrealistic. Like you said, it doesn't sound like a real job or a real thing. <laughs> well, also, and that's fine.
1: Also, if you think about it, if this thing was real...
0: Um, the movie thing?
1: Yeah. Well, if, say that they based this particle accelerator on something real. Not real, but, like,
0: the bureaucracy within it. It would be boring looking and gray and probably dusty the,
1: the woman run like there would not be a woman running it sorry science uh, but a woman would not be running that um and uh, it would be in the middle of nowhere also true and um like they could only run that powerful experiment once and they would have to wait <laughs> for more funding
0: I mean, if you want to go even further, they probably wouldn't be on the same grid as the city. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, But let's talk about what they got right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I I think that's kind of where we jumped in, in the, you know, the particle collision, causing something that was hyper-dense and, you know, massive slash small enough to potentially puncture you know planes of Mm -hmm. three dimensions like that that's kind of what a particle accelerator like taken to its logical conclusion Mm -hmm. with you know enough energy and enough xyz could potentially do
1: so i have a question okay if we put your head in a particle accelerator, would other reads from other dimensions pop out? And they
0: would all have cancer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, is it also realistic to think that if a particle accelerator was on the city grid, that that interaction would cause everything to black out?
0: It would definitely cause brownouts, if not blackouts. Mm-hmm. And it would also be really bad for the accelerator. Because it wouldn't have a steady like, input of electricity, you know, it, it would fluctuate as the the city fluctuates around it.
1: So, uh, for your confused wife, um, <laughs> what is the difference between a brownout and a blackout? <laughs> Did I put you on the spot? We can edit this out.
0: No, 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 that's fine. Uh, th- basically, intensity. Like a brownout is kind of a either a, a fading or you know a, a power dip. Mm. And a blackout is, like, full on. the, the grid is down for yeah. a finite amount of time. Yeah. I think. I don't know. There might be a better answer out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were totally wrong, and some like someone who knows a lot about electricity just is yelling in their car right now.
0: <laughs>
1: just email us. We're going to
0: get hate mail from electricians.
1: Familyantimatters at gmail.com. Email us. Like, literally at us.
0: <laughs> I met an electrician the other day. It was the guy who came and bought our exercise bike.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, he was really nice. Uh, you His should... wife was nice as well.
1: Yeah, you should text him and ask him what the difference between a brownout and a blackout is.
0: Wow, right? <laughs> 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 this guy that you like randomly encountered on Craigslist one time just texts you. He's like, hey, I've got a weird question about electronics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So what they got right is... <clears throat> The, seemingly the logical end of what a particle accelerator can do
0: right using a particle uh, particle accelerator <laughs> as their narrative device as their yeah. deus ex to like get the you know multiple marvel universes thing going yeah i thought that was awesome yeah i, I thought so too also i think all the spider people are awesome I and think... i totally ship uh miles and gwen yeah Heck yeah!
1: <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about the end then. Yeah, so how in the f does she seemingly? Um, oh, so, I- all right. So to explain that part, um, Miles has brought all the spider people back through their, you know, through the particle accelerator. Has a huge fight with Kingpin and this like amazing sequence uh, of all of these objects that have come through all these different dimensions and stuff, and defeats him obviously. You know lots of colors lots, lots of, of colors textures. yeah <laughs> uh reconciles with his dad the whole nine yards and you know miles is now the new spider-man um and he lands on his bed and he hears gwen through the ceiling and the whole sort of screen changes to look as as if she was coming through like she came through the particle accelerator
0: so the best i've got using like hand-wavy, you know, comic book science would have something to do with, like, quantum entanglement.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Saying, because they're, you know...
1: I was in a quantum entanglement once.
0: And how to go? It was poorly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: I had to take many showers. Ew.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, because somehow their states were... Entangled, like they'd had contact with one another and then went back to you know the different dimensions, doesn't even matter. But because they were spatially separated, they would be able to potentially, you know, affect one another. Spooky action at a distance, blah blah blah. The whole like actual quantum entanglement thing.
1: So, like, just because his skin flakes might be on hers or something,
0: no, because they interacted and you know, somehow became connected yeah the movie's going for oh emotional connection probably yeah, yeah, yeah the actual quantum entanglement doesn't have anything to do with emotions it just has to do with entangling the quantum states you know of some property of two particles
1: that's weird, but yeah, I don't a, know that's I mean, a good theory
0: i I don't actually know what the movie's going for. hopefully we get another one and they explain it a little bit more cause... I know they're
1: making a gwen a spider gwen one.
0: Great. Yeah. I'm into that.
1: Yeah. Maybe it explains how she does that. I kind of just like it leaving it as it is and like wondering what happens, but I really want to know what happens with Miles in general. I really
0: like that character. Honestly, if this were just a standalone thing, I'd be happy.
1: Yeah. Um go- really good. Yeah, it really is. Good music too. If you haven't listened to the soundtrack, I really recommend it. Um I th-
0: that that actually brings up my one point of complaint about uh spider-verse what and that's that it made me kind of like a post malone song <laughs> <Wolf>.
1: <laughs> but it's not just post malone it's post malone with sway lee so it's not like a pure post malone song and sway lee is the person who sings the lead in the beginning so right. it's okay yeah, okay All it's right. fine it's fine um sorry to any post malone fans that listen to our podcast i'm not sorry i never <laughs> apologize <laughs> That's the second motto of our podcast. Never apologize for anything ever.
0: Apparently, that's also the motto of our house.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll obviously apologize if you say anything shitty. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. We apologize a lot because it's healthy and it, yeah. you know, admits yeah. culpability, shows that you feel bad, and allows for growth.
1: Yeah. You should apologize and learn from your mistakes. Good job, everyone.
0: But um, when you're brimming with bravado and talking over one another, you never apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I guess uh, the one thing that I also find uh, super funny about their depiction of a lab
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: is um, one, the free bagels. Um, it must be a
0: special day. Yeah. Only on special days do we get free bagels. And
1: second of all, that everybody in the lab is wearing lab coats even in like the cafeteria. And then as they're, you know, casually walking (laughs) through, a man pulls out like a
0: gun, like a science gun. Everyone pulls out (laughs) science guns.
1: (laughs) And then my other favorite part is when Miles throws the bagel at one of the science gun guys. It just goes bagel.
0: (laughs) Didn't you know I'm required to carry my science gun anytime that I'm at work?
1: So it's your badge, your little uh, radiation meter, a TLD, and a science gun.
0: Yeah, a, a gun that projects science. <laughs> it propels science.
1: <laughs> um so why don't we move on and talk about uh, Oh, there's more? Yeah. We're going to I said we were going to talk about Iron Man too.
0: Oh, that's right. I actually used that as a uh, a reference point the other day when talking about particle accelerators. To whom? Uh my mentee.
1: Oh, cool. Had seen iron man 2 yes oh well that's good
0: yeah he hadn't seen spider-verse yet but he wants to
1: yeah definitely should i think yeah. i think everyone should go see spider-verse okay so um <clears throat> moving on from sort of plausible um <laughs> particle accelerator depictions let's move to completely implausible
0: ones the really silly one
1: yeah and uh this one is an iron man 2
0: yeah so for some reason the uh, Apparently was super meaningful and didn't stick in my memory at all. Tony has to create a new element to make his chest doohickey work. I don't really know. And is
1: is his chest doohickey some sort of accelerator?
0: No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't don't ask me about the science of Iron Man. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> I,
1: have some, I have a theory of something that we should do. Sure. Okay, we should pause. And we should watch this scene so we can actually know what's happening. Oh, well, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, don't, don't talk crap about my YouTube recommendations. All right. We good? Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> in the thing that we just saw, which admittedly at the time when I first saw Iron Man 2 nine years ago now, um... To me, it was like, okay, fine, whatever. He's doing some science, trademark. And it is just ridiculous now, knowing what I know from you. So you've ruined me. Thank you. It was ridiculous at the time. Well, I know, but for me, in my perspective, yeah. the normal person <laughs> who doesn't have a master's degree in particle physics. A, r- a real person. A real person. A normie, as it were. <laughs> um, so um, let me describe this scene. Well, please do. Okay. I know we just talked about it. Uh, but having actually watched it. Having though. actually watched it again. So I forget why Tony's is stuck at his house. I guess he's under house arrest or whatever. And he uh, seemingly in a montage fueled by butt rock, um, like builds a particle <laughs> accelerator in his garage. Um,
0: it's bigger than I remember.
1: It is bigger than I remember too. Um, I really did remember the crystal scene. Like that scene was very evocative. Like I saw it, I was like, well, "That's exactly how I remember it." Uh-huh. But I didn't remember like the beam pipe, which you said looked very.
0: Yeah, it actually looked like a beam pipe. Like that part looked fairly realistic. It looked like it could have vacuum chambers around it.
1: Yeah, and so Tony decides to make this new element in this particle accelerator. Um, there's some funny banter between him and Agent Coulson, who's the best character in all of marvel and then um he somehow uses a particle accelerator beam with the crystal to tear ass through his own garage and beam it right into a new reactor thingy for his chest and has created a new element and paul bettany's like good job pip pip sir you've Um,
0: created chestium
1: yeah you've created unobtainium chestium um and uh that is the scene and uh the one thing that i'm disappointed about uh knowing about particle accelerators is the fact that all the particle accelerators that i've seen in real life don't have sweet like underlights <laughs> and zoomy noises
0: uh, yeah you're right our, ours doesn't have ground effects that's yeah. for sure
1: yeah like blue ground effects that that was tight come on that,
0: that might be our next upgrade that that'll be my uh my uh facility improvement project that i apply for
1: yeah um so we did mention a couple things that tony did right (laughs) like the nice beam pipes in the vacuum chamber but what is the fundamental flaw here
0: well (laughs) so at one point he uh grabs a wrench and uses his little like steering crystal i guess i've already (laughs) talked about why the crystal whatever whatever he steers the beam like, instead of going in a circle outside of the beam pipe, outside of the circle, and shoots it at something, you know, at the chest crystal to make a chest-onium. At that point, your vacuum chambers are useless, your acceleration process is useless, there's no longer a beam going in a circle in your accelerator because you've shot it all Was it, into the air. Was it
1: linear, though? It looked
0: like it was curved. It was kind of curved. Yeah, it looked like a chunk of a oh. circular accelerator. That's why you have the rear, 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 because that's the particles going in a circle. Yeah, cycle. so and that's the sound they make.
1: Okay, exactly. That's science. Um, it goes whirr, whirr. Um, <laughs> you know. So you said this while we were watching. Um, and is would it be more correct for Tony? who is seemingly a genius, by the way, um, to create a collision chamber and place the weird reactor triangle in the collision chamber so the beam could hit it.
0: Yeah, instead like, of like taking your beam out of the accelerator to shoot it at the triangle, put your triangle into the beam. That way the beam is still circulating in the machine and you don't run out of it, which for some reason his machine didn't run out of the beam. Like, I don't know where the rest of the beam was coming from it's an infinite power source yeah once, once you dump it out it's gone yeah. yeah
1: jarvis who can say jarvis jarvis um anyway i mean granted it looks pretty cool yeah when he's like shirtless e oh no he's in a tank top pulling this wrench giant wrench, giant wrench and science is happening um, I mean, it looks super stupid, too. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks stupid, if you know anything. Because, um, like, why would he put a hole in his garage? Like, I guess because he's rich and he doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is the whole, like, reckless, abandoned, like, we're going to get it done by any means necessary.
1: Butt rock.
0: <laughs> cool guitar solo.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: not to rip into Iron Man 2.
1: It's, no, it's, you should it's... rip into Iron Man 2. That movie
0: sucks. <laughs> You know, it's fun movie science. It's not meant to do much other than convey the idea of, oh, there's a lot of energy. Oh, there's a lot of cool stuff. You know, this guy's real smart. He made a thing out of nothing. Like,
1: yeah, okay. I guess he did. Good job, Tony Stark. Good job, Tony Stark. Good job, Tony Stark. Please Um,
0: please don't die in the cold of space. Or do. Oh,
1: he's so going to die.
0: Hopefully not in the cold of space, though. No. I want, I want him back. I want him and Steve to like reunite and reconcile and like combine their forces to sacrifice themselves for the greater whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. They're all going to die. That's... They got to
0: hug one more time. I
1: know everyone is like, oh, there's not enough stakes in Avengers, um Infinity War, which I can see because everyone signed contracts to like make new movies and they just announced Doctor Strange 2. And we just saw the new Spider Man trailer. But for me, it's not about the people who died. It's in in like at the end of infinity war it's about the people who are going to die at the end of end game yeah <laughs> and that's where the stakes are for me personally yeah because steve rogers ain't gonna make it folks
0: i mean you're talking about contracts chris evans out
1: <laughs> yeah i think even chris hemsworth is out isn't
0: he well i don't know I don't know about that one. I thought Chris
1: Hemsworth was, like, done playing Thor.
0: That's a surprise for me.
1: I might be wrong. Email us at familyantimatters at <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I want more Thor movies because the first two were garbage, but the third one was great.
1: I know. I know, because I want to see Valkyrie again. Anyway, this is becoming a Marvel fan podcast, and
0: that's not what we're here for. Um, that's what I'm here for. I
1: know, but it's not it's not what we're here for.
0: Reed. You're, you're right.
1: Um, So I guess, uh, do we have anything more to say about no, I thought- the particle accelerators and... Marvel movies?
0: I've had fun at their expense. Yeah. They've had fun at my expense. Yeah,
1: and this is also to say, ending, um, we obviously love Marvel movies, and I hope (laughs) that they continue to put shitty particle accelerators in all of them.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? Have fun with it.
1: Have fun with it. Roll with it.
0: Lord knows we are.
1: (laughs) And we'll continue talking about them. Um, Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, so that is the end of the podcast. Absolutely. Have a great evening, everyone. Or afternoon or morning, depending on when you're listening. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. do you like us subscribe to us on itunes you can also follow us on twitter at antimatterscast. cast if you have a good topic for an episode email us at familyantimatters at gmail.com that's all one word no hyphen familyantimatters at gmail.com cool thanks